0: How do you turn a camcorder battery into something that revolutionizes the future of transport?
1: When I told people I was in the battery industry, it was, uh, wait a minute, you're doing like a double-A battery? <laughs> what are you doing? What what, what what, could possibly be interested in that?
0: In our Focus on Batteries podcast, we spoke to a lot of experts who had been there as batteries changed and evolved. But we really enjoyed our interview with Kirk Kelty.
1: As an EV startup, no, nobody really took it seriously in the beginning
0: who was at Tesla during that critical time. Are we recording? This This is BP Technology Outlook. Outlook. Focus on batteries. Podcast. I'm Angela Lamont, technology journalist. It's just great to hear the stories that you never hear. To hear that story of why and how and when things happened is absolutely amazing. And Kurt was there.
1: I ended up spending 15 years at Panasonic uh, and 13 of those were working with batteries. I eventually joined Tesla in 2006.
0: And what happened at Tesla while you were there? Because that was a pretty fundamental, groundbreaking time, wasn't it, for that company? In terms of batteries?
1: This was, uh, it was a very early days. I was employee number 50 or 60 there. And um, uh, I was the first battery person uh, at Tesla. And uh, we figured out how to first of all source the best batteries and uh, uh, build the safest and highest performance battery pack in the industry. Uh, That enabled the Roadster, a really exciting time uh, with the startup that we were just growing like gangbusters and uh, we really uh, changed the whole automobile industry while I was there.
0: So you were the first battery person at Tesla, I mean no pressure.
1: Yeah, the, uh, they had a bunch of engineers uh, that were brilliant uh, at Tesla and they were trying to figure out how to, how to use the battery and uh, what we needed was uh, somebody that could help them, first of all, source the best batteries and uh, had a, a good knowledge of who made good batteries and what made uh, one battery better than another. Um, eventually we settled on Panasonic uh, because they made the best battery in the industry and we uh, built up a tremendous relationship uh, over the next 10 years.
0: But back in those days, if you don't mind my saying so, the the batteries in most electric vehicles were pretty lousy. They didn't have a great range. The industry had a problem. So what was it that made Tesla different? Was it the amount they spent on R&D? Did they work hand in hand with suppliers to improve the battery technology? Because it came on in leaps and bounds, didn't it, at, at that point?
1: You you described it quite accurately. Um, The batteries that were available in the industry at that time were terrible. They were atrocious. Well, the reason is that they were using technology that wasn't appropriate for EVs. They they were not using lithium ion at the time, and the reason for that was the safety concerns. The concern that we had as Panasonic is that if an EV, a startup EV company, built up a vehicle with our batteries and then it ended up burning on the side of the freeway, the headline the next day in the paper read, Panasonic battery burns on side of road. None of us wanted to risk our brand on some startup EV company. When I was at Panasonic, I I got frequent inquiries from startup companies that wanted to build an EV. And we would always just say, no way, we have no interest in that. When Tesla first approached, uh, I I was preparing the similar response. Um, But what was interesting is these these guys actually seemed like they knew what they were talking about. So I, uh, I learned, of their approach and it really was novel the reason that that uh, tesla was able to really leapfrog everybody is they wanted to use lithium ion batteries and they could use lithium ion batteries because of their philosophy that they didn't care about the safety of an individual cell they cared about the safety of the battery pack
0: so um they they seem to be thinking about it from a completely different way and maybe encouraging the battery manufacturer to also think about it in a different way? Was this essentially starting from scratch?
1: No. So what we did in the beginning, so Tesla had zero influence on the battery manufacturers of, of the world. As an EV startup, no, nobody really took us seriously in the beginning. So we had to use existing cells. We used an existing form factor, an existing chemistry, an existing off-the-shelf cell, and we just used it in a different application. Now that changed over time. So in the beginning, we had to use an off-the-shelf cell. Then uh, we were able to work with Sanyo and then uh, after that Panasonic to get them to modify the cell slightly for us. And then eventually we got into customized cell development.
0: Now, there's a statement here from Tesla. Um, I'm not quite sure of the date of that, but it says to ramp production to half a million cars per year, Tesla alone would require today's entire worldwide supply of lithium-ion batteries. That statement there is raises the eyebrows, doesn't it?
1: Uh, that's a statement left over from 2013. And that's what we figured we would need to uh, to manufacture 500,000 uh, Model 3 vehicles. Uh, that's when we decided to build the Gigafactory. Because we realized that we could not count on buying the rest of the world's lithium-ion supplies. Um, so we decided to build our own factory. Right now, the battery cells for uh, the Model 3, 100% of them, Come out of the, uh, the gigafactory.
0: So just looking at your time at Tesla, although you've been in batteries much, much longer than that, but Tesla's an interesting one just because you said that you were the first battery guy, which is pretty amazing. The challenges you faced when you first joined Tesla must have been incredibly different to the ones when you left 10 years later and you had all these production models and future planned models. What do you think are... The challenges now for for not just for Tesla but for the electric vehicle market.
1: Yeah, they, 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 you're right in this in, in saying that the challenges are totally different. So when I joined in 2006, uh, we as, as I mentioned earlier, we couldn't get the time of day with battery cell manufacturers because we were an EV and nobody wanted to to sell into the EV. Uh, customers Uh, it was was very difficult to get attention from from any of the uh, suppliers so that was my role is to drum up that uh, interest and to get some of those companies to sell to us and now you look at fast-forward to where Tesla is now Tesla's the largest battery consumer in the world every door uh, of any battery manufacturer is totally open. In terms of uh, uh, challenges going forward for the industry, uh, I think one big one is I, I'm, I'm concerned about supply. If there's going to be enough battery cell supplies going forward because there are so many uh, companies OEMs out there announcing their EV plans that are significant. I mean, really high volume. And where are those battery cells going to come from? It's uh, I, I see that as as, as a challenge. There's not nearly enough. Uh, battery cells to meet the demand of the OEMs.
0: I just wanted to ask you, you, you could have done many things, Kurt, and you decided to be in batteries. What, What is it? What, what fascinates you about batteries? And why are you in that industry?
1: You know, it's interesting that uh, when I got into the battery industry, batteries were totally uncool. When I told people I was in the battery industry, it was, uh, wait a minute, you're doing like a double A battery? <laughs> what are you doing? What, what what, what could possibly be interested in that? The driver on on, on my side is, is, is really the environmental side. And uh, uh, ultimately, how can we get ourselves off of fossil fuels? And that's been a uh, personal mission that I've been on for for so many years at this point and so that is for me has been the best way to to impact that and I mean if you look at EVs what the, the enabler for EVs is batteries there's no question about it without a good battery here it's it's, it's going to be a crappy car with a crappy runtime and they even looked ugly we, we they didn't have to look ugly <laughs> but for some reason all the developers designed them that way uh, but anyway uh, so for me it's it's batteries are just uh, a key element to get Get us off of fossil fuels and uh that is a driver of a uh, personally i am vegetarian for environmental reasons and i uh, doing things right for the environment guide a lot of my decisions at personal level as well as my career and uh, so that's why i uh, uh have gotten into this and, and sunk so much of my my time and, and effort into this Um, I'm a a big believer that batteries are really going to enable alternative energy, whether it be solar or wind. Without batteries, we're not going to be able to really increase the the, um, percentage of our grid that comes from uh, the alternative energy sources because they, they're just too unpredictable right now and they come at the wrong time so if you combine the solar or you combine the wind with a battery pack a very large battery pack th- then it really opens up many other opportunities to use alternative energy and that's that's super exciting as well
0: this was a bb technology, technology outlet Pro- production
1: focus on batteries
0: Podcast.